Okay, you might be able to hear me now. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, yeah, it was just that uh, <laughs> the music was so overpowering that uh, couldn't hear me. Really? <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> so anyways, I am Elijah. You are listening to the WTFATTA podcast, After Hours. It's dark. It's late. Yes, it is. And joining me tonight <laughs> is Kelly. That's okay to say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember if your name was actually ever said on uh, anywhere else. As soon as I said it, I was like, eh. Eh, yeah, well, you can call me Blue or you can call me Kelly. I, either one is fine. I will go with Blue. Okay. <laughs> I must change subject struggling. Anyways, did you see the Oscars last night? Ah, <laughs> uh, the Oscars. The wonderful, wonderful Oscars. I did not. Neither did I. So, <laughs> so this show's going to be awesome because neither one of us saw the Oscars. Yeah, I don't think but we missed much. I feel like not. Like, I don't even remember any of the movies, like, that were being mentioned and then like apparently the only thing i know about the oscars is that apparently their ratings dropped by double digits <laughs> that i find <laughs> kind of funny because i mean it's just going downhill i mean the whole harvey weinstein thing everyone just wants to yeah. listen them, uh, themselves from it they just they want out which is ironic because I pretty much guarantee that every one of those executives is fucking guilty of the same goddamn fucking thing that's right. <laughs> it wasn't a fucking surprise when it came out in Hollywood, and it won't be a goddamn surprise when it comes out the CEOs are doing the same fucking thing. Oh, right down to the janitor. I guarantee you everyone in Hollywood has had their finger in that pie. Um, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the reasons why I'm glad that I like to act in the comfort of my own home this is the most that you're gonna get out of my acting and maybe some voice acting and things like that which by the way i need to fucking finish setting up like some sort of like anti-echo thing because it's driving me fucking nuts i got this tiny little echo coming back i can't do my lines. oh do you oh because you got a part somewhere yeah uh i am uh, joe chill in the batman elsewood series so I don't know what the Elsewood series is. Uh, it's essentially a retelling, again, of a mm -hmm. Batman story, but um, much darker. Um, okay. I don't want to get too in-depth, um, but, well, I mean, there's, there's, it's, it's a, it's a fan-made one. Um, okay, cool. Uh, which That's exciting. Yeah, and uh, when I first found this site, which is uh, behind uh, thevoiceactors.com, um, which was a few years ago, uh, I had seen an audition available for uh, Batman Assault on Arkham, which mm -hmm. was also a, another fan-made one, um, and uh, tried to get into it. It was in the middle of a move. Audio quality was absolute shit. There was nothing I could do with mm. dogs barking in the background. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no one's going to be happy with this, but meh, throw it in there anyways. Fast forward a few years to, was it like a month ago? And I was like, oh yeah, hey, I wonder if that site still exists. Go check it out. Sure enough, still there, very active. 
And uh, yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, very much looking forward to it. Um, kind of hard to laugh in a different voice that's deeper than my normal voice. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't know if there's anything lower than your voice. So you have to, like, can we hear the voice or is that like? No. Um, uh, Do you need a minute to get into character? Like, <laughs> Not so much character. Um, Needed to burp. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Elijah. (laughs) So this is the voice that I use. If you're going to hear Joe chill, this is likely the voice. Nice. Tell me, kid, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? You know what? You'd be perfect for, like, one of those Lego movies to be honest. And I was trying to decide, like, which, <laughs> as I toy with it, I have so many different variations in each voice. I can do, I can do a Russian very deep if I want to. Unfortunately, sometimes that one seems to go back into, like, a, almost a Transylvanian. I don't know why. <laughs> Whatever, Russia, Transylvania, it's okay. What if I'm like the amalgamation of like a whole, like hundreds and hundreds of past lives, and that's why I've got so many fucking different accents and different things. And different yeah, we'll voices. go with that. <laughs> well, you, you know, you might be. I mean, uh, you were telling me the one, uh, ex- I think it was you, the experience that you had in Egypt. Ephesus, yeah. Um, when I was in Turkey, uh I went on a, yeah, I was in a school trip. We went to Greece and in Turkey and um, we were visiting Ephesus and there's a big um, Greek library and um, amphitheater there. So you're walking down the hill towards uh, like towards the, what used to be the pier and the market area and the library and what's funny is the teacher that I was on this trip with, like, he approached me and said, you need to come on this trip. You need to come on this trip. Okay. All right. And he just knew, like, he kept telling me, yeah, just wait for it. It's coming or whatever. I'm like, okay. Um, and then it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, just, I could see what Ephesus looked like. I could see, I could tell. And I started going, okay, that's the university. And then our tour guide, they always have like the crazy colored umbrellas. So you can stay with them. And over here's the university. And I'm like, Oh, down here is this. And, and then she's like, and here we have the blah, blah, blah. blah. And so like the whole way down, I was like, Oh shit. Like I knew where everything was. I knew what it all looked like. So yeah, there was that one time, this one time in Ephesus. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That needs to be the episode title. This one time in Ephesus. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome for that. <laughs> I have officially contributed to the show. <laughs> I got to write that down. So I don't forget it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm probably going to spell this wrong, so I'm going to need to Google how to spell Ephesus. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to attempt it. Starts with an E, P-H. 
Uh, something, 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 something. <laughs> oh my God, if I'm right on this, because I just took the fucking guess. E P H E S I S. I S. I think, yeah. <laughs> Ephesus. <laughs> you know what? I need to go over fucking to like Egypt and shit like that. Maybe, maybe the Sphinx is waiting to be opened by me. Could be. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, if I keep up this road, I won't need a ship to get over. I'm just going to need to tell myself that I'm pretty and I'll have enough hot air to flip my ass over. <laughs> get halfway, forgot about uh, it, started coming down a little bit too close to them. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Nessie's down there. It's a good thing I got a pretty ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> so, anyways. Anyways, um, so uh, gun control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny how fast we switch from like like gun control and David Hogg to Oscars, and, but then they've also found managed to find a connection between the two, but. Um, that's been like the hot topic on on Twitter since Parkland. It got like remember Vegas happened and everybody was talking about that for a little bit and then Parkland and these seven kids showed up. Uh, oh yeah, can we talk about that? About these uh, seven? Well, I think there's more, but there's p- seven in particular of these like survivors <laughs> that <laughs> are anti-gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some oh. of the some of the pictures. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Some of those pictures are, are highly suspect. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So, like, and and at first, when I first brought this up, when I first like when I first was like, no, there's something not right here. But it's like, mm, okay. But then listen to this. Okay, there's seven of these kids. So David Hogg and that, um, in that group, everybody knows who that is now. Um, they were all in the drama club. When they're interviewed, they're all usually wearing drama club clothing. Their drama teacher is a liberal anti-Trump woman. And she's always in the, like the group um, interviews or anything like that. She's always right there. Always. She's their handler. So, uh, yeah. Or, so if these kids aren't being paid, they're definitely being coached. And then, and then you've got them rallying at like anti-NRA, anti dicks did you hear about that dicks sporting goods and all yeah. that shit like i don't know but if places consider like do they remember what the fuck happened to kmart no i don't remember what happened to kmart <laughs> the first fucking oh shit the one that started all these off hey okay, yeah well not the one that started them all off there's there was a couple there's a fucking song all the little kids <laughs> in the pumped-up kicks better run, better run, faster than my bullet. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's <laughs> a fucking hit <laughs> song about a mass fucking school shooting. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, the fact that you know, like, that there is a song or the fact that you, like, know it and have the words, like, can recall the words, like, uh, right at the perfect moment. Well... My mind is full of absolutely useless information that's only relevant for the one time it's relevant. Yeah, uh, that's but, like me. But this actually was I something that was discussed on like an episode years and years and years ago. The, uh, the original okay. run of the episode of the, the podcast. Ah, um, uh, okay. But uh, 
Oh, shit, what was I talking about there? Uh, we were talking about the... the <laughs> well, we were talking about this, this, these seven kids. The, um, right. the, uh, the crisis acting. Oh, you know, I bet they're going to get... They're, uh, they're probably being told that uh, they're going to be getting jobs as actors as a result of this. I, I, th- I feel like they're being told a lot of things. Like, um, this is how easy it happens, okay? You're, you go down, you're CNN, you go down to the scene of it seen them this and you're asking people oh are you a survivor are you in the school can we talk to you they ask the questions uh what do you feel about gun control what about like and so based on their answers that you're screening them right there okay uh i think we need more gun control okay step to the left like don't touch my guns that's right right. so you heard all yeah so you heard all the kids that you want and then you you say okay well uh i'm the producer blah 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 so and so and how would you like to be on cnn yeah like we want, we think America needs to hear your voice. Yeah. Like, how about we uh, arrange a flight for you all to go to Washington? Yes, please. We'll pay for a hotel. Oh, sweet. Uh, Oprah will give you fifty thousand dollars. Awesome. Um, so that's how fast it happens, right? It's not like a big stretch. It's not like you know. Remember in remember remember the Charlottesville protest. Columbine. Sorry, that's what I forgot. Mm-hmm. Charlottesville protesters. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So there were paid protesters. It was proven. They, they even had advertisements and, and things like that for paid <laughs> protesters. So if that's not a stretch and they'll actually go out looking for them, it's not so much of a stretch that they're just going to coax these kids into, ah, yeah, and push their own agenda. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just say the lines there's videos flying around of david hogg messing up his lines he's swearing and then the numbers change and my sister had three friends four friends two friends one friend you know like nobody knows <laughs> the trouble i've seen <laughs> <laughs> not even him apparently <laughs> so and then he's not even at like okay i did i do have to say this there was a there was something floating around about the fact that he's not even a student at that school which i was like no that's Number one, it was an Antifa parody account mm. that claimed this. So I was, and people were like, oh, yeah, see? And I'm like, okay, now that's bullshit. We'll just get rid of that one. But there was videos of him messing up his lines. And you can hear the producer saying, no swearing in your lines. So... I mean, they might have to screen some things because they don't want to have that swearing in there. But, I mean... I think if I just saw someone go through something horrible, uh, horrendous, I think I'm going to let their language slide. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to let their language slide on a daily fucking basis. <laughs> and you, that's what editing is for. Like, Yeah, give it a little beep. That's right. So, you know, and there's one video that's really convincing where he's basically like stumbling over and over and over again. And you kind of just go, okay, you no, know, is this kid in shock? Or because you can hear someone in the background going, say, it's okay, start over. It's okay, start over. It's okay, start over. And you're like, uh, okay. Now, here's the interesting thing. I can't, I tweeted this out earlier. I can't remember this kid's name, but um, so all these kids were like, they did the, um, they did the Twitter lockout um, (laughs) last week. Um, I got checked. I got suspended. And then, um, and then they, they swept me. I couldn't get, I couldn't have, they shadow banned me. And then I didn't have any access for a few hours. Um, 
so at the same time as this was happening, they blue checked all these kids. You know, any of the kids, there's this one kid that's surfacing up who's got a different opinion. He is pro gun. He is saying, let's, we need to do something. And he's not blue checked. Interesting. So, and he's reaching out, he's doing this um, all on his own. He's reaching out to senators and, and different uh, Donald Trump Jr. Um, he's reaching out to everybody he can via Twitter saying, I, I would really like to discuss this. I would really like to discuss that. And he's doing it all on his own. And he's got an insane amount of following now too, but he's not got a blue check. So it doesn't fit with the narrative. No, no, my friend, it doesn't. So, but uh, bringing it back to uh, dicks, dicks, right? Yes, yeah. I like those. <laughs> <laughs> when they come from a store, but not our store. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so what ended up happening to Kmart was uh, after Columbine, okay. um, Michael Moore released Bowling for Columbine. Yes. Uh, which basically, and this is before social media. This was the only way that people found out that the killer got their bullets from Kmart. Yes. Okay. I remember this now. Yeah. Right. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And so he wheeled one of the kids who was shot by a bullet and had to be in a wheelchair, wheeled uh, them in there uh, to just some random fucking Kmart store and basically said, how do you feel about contributing to this child's um, existence in a chair now? Right. And, so, and then after that, Kmart said, okay, we'll, we'll pull uh, ammo and guns from it. And I think Kmart lasted like a year or two later. And then it was fucking. Yeah, like, they're boom, gone. Boom. They're gone here too. Like, yeah. is there any Kmart left anywhere? I, Did they just. No, they were bought out by Target, which is. Also and then Target went under. Yeah. <laughs> you know what i think that's kind of fucking ironic that target bought fucking <laughs> doesn't matter because they both went under. oh they both got the red dot <laughs> pretty much yeah but i mean um taking the guns it's not going to do anything i mean now granted do I need a hand grenade? No. Do I need a 50 caliber Barrett sniper rifle? No. I would love to own one. It's a fucking beautiful <laughs> piece of engineering. I would love to fire it. I think it's fucking amazing. But I view weapons like like uh, my handgun. Mm -hmm. I am so fucking nervous whenever I'm holding any gun, right? Just because I... Nervous is the wrong wrong word because that applies like... Mm. Cautious? Yes, I'm always very cautious. I know there is no ammo in the magazine. There's nothing yes. in the barrel. The slide is open. The slide lock is in place. I've looked into it. I know it. I, it has not left my hand. <laughs> I turn around to go look down the barrel to give it the, uh, the, the, the sighting, the um, light check. And I'm... I'm I'm apprehensive. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't I don't treat guns willy-nilly. I come from a time when you treated guns with respect. And I'll also say I've been playing first-person shooters since 
fucking first person shooters were first enabled. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Doom. I played Doom. I played Duke Nukem 3D. You know, I've been yep. playing Halo almost religiously for over a decade. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with you. Don't you're not feeling any sort of bizarre need to go in and shoot people? I have absolutely no desire. The last thing that I want to do is hurt people, with the exception someone does something to my daughter, and then the psychopath is coming out. That's right. Yeah, same. I I can <laughs> I can I can agree to that one. Right. Yeah. Now I don't I don't own a gun. I I, I have several Nerf oh, guns. And I, I will also state that. The gun is never, it's not for <laughs> yeah. for hurting someone. That gun is solely for target practice because I'd like to get into competition shooting. Okay, cool. Um, now, And also, it, so, it's so locked up that if there was an emergency, I couldn't get to it in time. It's not my first weapon that I'm going to be coming at you with. <laughs> okay, fair. And some people would say, like, that's a little bit like, well, wh- why do that when, you know what's the point if by the time you get to it, you're going to be dead or whatever, but that's an emergency where if they're like coming into my house, emergency, fuck, I keep hitting the bottom yeah. of this thing. Um, now if it's like, holy shit, nukes are going off. Well, I'm going to be ha- uh, happy to have a fucking handgun and, uh, and a crossbow and a rifle. <laughs> so let me, yeah. So let me ask you this though, do, because the gun laws are different here than they are in the U S do you think that kids have been desensitized to how, to gun safety, to gun, like, to any of that? Movies. Like, movies have movies? desensitized kids to it. 100%. Okay. Movies have done it. Right? Because uh, you, in the 50s, I mean, yeah, they they were doing um, all the Westerns and all that. There's there's massive shooting, and, and the, the 70s was known for extreme gore. Yeah, okay. Um, but, I mean, also at the same time, there's that Sears catalog in the 1950s of the kids. Everyone's got their Christmas rifle. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, it was just, <laughs> there was more, I don't know if there was more common sense because I mean, a lot of kids died from shit that they didn't really need to die from. Yeah, that's fair. Like we're also sort of, um, taking that a little bit overboard like maybe and then maybe that's part of the problem is they don't understand because they've never been hurt they've never been allowed to like they've been wrapped in bubble wrap their entire lives and so they it's not something that they get it's like do you remember that that scene in the uh what is it that christmas movie where he's gotten the uh the rifle or whatever or the it's like a cap gun or something and he pokes his eye you take your eye out for that with that thing do you remember that no, okay, <laughs> but it's like that. They no kids don't know any of these things. We're we're not allowed anything in the schools. You're not allowed, you know. There's they can't do or feel anything. They're not even allowed to get dirty mm-hmm. anymore. So maybe they're they just don't they just don't get it because we're so busy coddling them that they don't understand that. I don't know how how serious a gun is that it's a tool you know what it goes even farther than that like people don't understand fights even I yeah mean, you've got these people who you know someone's down on the ground and they'll fucking start stomping on them or it's a it's a group beating like people don't understand how quickly a fight can go wrong and yeah and, and terribly wrong like, I mean, it could just be simply uh, that suddenly they had a heart attack or an aneurysm that w- that came on because you gave them a, a slight knock to the head. 
in just the wrong way at just the wrong time. That's right. So parents, if you're listening, teach your kids how to fight properly. Absolutely. Yeah. No, 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 no. I agree. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Aikido. Aikido is a great one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the, uh, the master is supposed to be able to disarm any number of foes, regardless of how many weapons they have, um, without ever hurting a single person. But okay, cool. the catch to that is in order to make it to that point, you have to learn how to break every fucking bone, everything. You have to learn how to hurt someone in every possible way so that you know the limits of where you can actually go to. So that you know that uh, all I need to do is okay. just this amount and I'm not going to hurt them, but they're going to be so frustrated that they just can't hit me. They can't do anything to me because I'm just like, okay. Right, just make just get out of the fucking way, and and you know people just get frustrated, can't touch them. So that's that's the ultimate fighting style, in my opinion, one where you can fight in such a way that you don't hurt anyone, and they just give up. Yeah, and I think that's um, like the boys took um, uh, took karate for a bit, like in Okinawa. They took an Okinawan traditional Jap- Japanese style. They didn't take the Americanized. Good, and good. their sensei, yeah, and and their sensei was very much like very much about teaching them when to stop. Yeah, or yeah. like the idea is exactly that to to neutralize your opponent. You, you're not there. You're not. You don't need to hurt them. No. You're just there to neutralize them. Yeah, and to keep them neutralized. Yeah, and so that's I think that's a really important thing for kids to know, and I don't think yeah. they're getting any of that they're not they're not they have no restraint they don't know how to control themselves they don't have that discipline anymore because they don't have that discipline in their lives it's hard for for parents to to be disciplined uh disciplining their own child when you've got so many other parents that just aren't they're letting their kids just fucking free range yeah we're wondering why we've got fucking animals all over (laughs) the fucking place i'm just waiting for the shit to start flying yeah, you know what I read the other day was um, actually I think earlier today was um, something like twenty percent of boys um, are diagnosed with ADHD by the time they're, I think, a grade four or some craziness like that. Like, um, that's that's insane. That's a normal child. They're yeah. four. They're yeah. got stimuli coming in from every fucking who the and, fuck and is driving this fucking boat. It's boys, boys, and even both of my kids have been like there's the schools that they've gone to have tried to tell me that they're ADHD. I'm like, no. Nope. Um, and I and I had to fight them on it, and I won that that fight. But that's the thing is that you get a, a wiggly child, but the, Brayden was really slow at getting his work done, right? Oh, so he must, you know, so he has learning issues. No, he doesn't. He's tired. There's a newborn baby at home. He's tired, you know. I always uh, like to use Einstein. Einstein didn't speak until he was three. Yeah. What you gonna say now, bitches? Hmm? Hmm? It's motherfucking Einstein. <laughs> and I also like to use Jesus in the same way. Nobody is fucking perfect. Even Jesus flipped a fucking table in anger. See, exactly. Perfection is, you know what? 
honestly, it's our concept, this this need for perfection. That is what's fucking us. Yes. Because it's, yes. It's, perfection is insanity. You cannot be perfect. Perfection is a state of, of no change. Everything is in perfect equilibrium. One thing changes and it throws the entire equilibrium out of balance. Perfection is impossible. Also, we can't have perfection because we're always growing, right? If we were perfect, we wouldn't have the next security update because it would have been fucking done perfectly the first goddamn That's time. right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> right? So there's this, I mean, perfection as a goal? Okay. Perfection as this is how it has to be. And if you don't achieve perfection all the goddamn time, you're fired. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, and like same with thing with quotas, right? Like um, hiring quotas and gender quotas and like equality this and equality that, and that's all very damaging. And the same thing, right? They, it's perfect. We want the perfect number of men and women, colored, white. It, like we want all. Excuse me for not being politically correct on that, but. That's what's happening is they Nobody's, want, yeah. they're not, they're not caring about getting the job done right. They're caring about being, looking appearances, looking perfect. That's what's happened to dicks, right? Well, we don't want to appear to be anything less than perfect. So right. we're, we're by, and a lot of people were saying, I don't know, do we have dicks in Canada? Like uh, they, they had, they chose the worst name. Like, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how do you know that there's a bass, richards there's a bass pro shop yes i've i've seen it i've never been inside of it i i, I don't know how they've never done a joint venture dixon bass pro shop <laughs> <laughs> there could always be a first right dixon bass we'll get you every time <laughs> I hate you. That might have to go on the list for for potential. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna have that song stuck in my head all night long. You know that's from a musical, right? What? Tits and ass. That's oh. from a, a chorus line. Oh. <laughs> Didn't know that. All I know. Now is you do. Titties and beer. <laughs> Oh. Beer. Thank God almighty it is in beer. <laughs> okay, so show title option number three. <laughs> I gotta say, I have seen I've seen Les Miserables and okay. Showboat. Riverboat? Eh? I think showboat. Yeah. I, I was really fucking young. <laughs> I think it was like nine or ten. <laughs> but anyways, Les Miserables always fucking stuck with me. I yes, it's a good love one. Love the tenth anniversary. Yeah, that was the one that I saw. That was the uh, the one that I you know it was the original for me. And I try and listen to the other ones on occasion, and it was just like, nah, 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 nah. The voices that they had, like, and. I didn't understand the lyrics at the time now, but now being older and going back and like, especially knowing it as a parent, right? Cause, uh, Fontaine, um, she ends up being crushed by this fucking like cart and whatnot and, or something yeah. like that. And, um, and 
she's laying there dying and she's trying or she's a single mother trying to raise her daughter her daughter's going to be an orphan in like what was it like 1700s 1800s yes uh yeah in that era i don't remember exactly when a shitty time to to be (laughs) to be in france (laughs) yeah and um and like just the the whole like the song that she's singing there and and just the way the music rises and falls and that okay you're gonna make me cry right like (laughs) it's it's just it really is it really is and it's it's so good and i fucking hate what they've done to it making a movie out of it twice okay but this but i liked the one that they turned into musical i the the first one that came no okay i did you have seen the live show that is i've seen seen the live show yeah yeah me too i like oh yeah um in toronto i think i want to say the prince of wales yeah yeah what did everybody go there? It's Canada's Broadway. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was really good. It was amazing. It really was. Yeah. It, I mean, also as it being my first introduction to like plays and and things like that, it uh, it was like damn. They got fucking giant walls rolling in, gunpowder going off. Yeah. Uh, the battle scenes were awesome. Fuck, this is great. <laughs> Okay, I don't know how we got on this, but have you seen, like, I assume that you've seen Jesus Christ Superstar, like the original. Uh, I think, but... I, you you I have like, to, like, especially like with the table is, turning. My head is stuck on Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. <laughs> okay, that I have not seen. I feel I probably should add it to the watch list. There is another movie that you were telling me I should watch too, and I still haven't, or a series, and I still haven't done that. I have another one to add to that list: Ghost Wars. Oh, okay. Holy shit, Ghost that was Wars, good. Okay. Oh, and Keanu, uh, the Key and Peel one that's just on Netflix. Yeah. I went. I tried to go to bed last night at one o'clock, and I was like, you know what? Oh, <laughs> this might be a good one to fall asleep to. No. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. I damn near pissed myself laughing. I got ahead of really? those guys. Okay. They they did a fucking amazing job. Okay, that's awesome. I'm gonna have to yeah. watch it. They uh they definitely have the same uh feel as almost like the uh the Wayans brothers. Oh, okay. It it, it, it reminds me. Man. Of I remember the waves, but it's man. Oh, (laughs) right. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, that is so like back in the day. Like people even remember. So that's the problem is with social media and nobody remembers anything five minutes after it happened now. So people forget about things that like that. (laughs) A day. A day. I'll talk to people about something the day later. And it's just like, what? Oh man. Wasn't that like, no, that was a, that was less than 24 fucking hours ago. I did that to you tonight. You're like, oh, we should talk about this tonight. I'm like, that was like a week ago. Or that was like forever ago. And you're yeah, like, like, it was last week. And I'm like, <laughs> but that's forever. That's like three years in Twitter like time. Well, it's true. I mean, our attention span is universally or globally down to like fucking, what is it, four seconds now? 
Yeah, I feel probably like I look how many times we've changed topics in this. Like that has always been a staple of what the fuck are they talking about? That's right. <laughs> that is because you are going to pop into the conversation. You might walk away for <laughs> five seconds, come back, and you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. You will. Exactly, because we started out talking about guns and now we're talking about Les Mis. What? <laughs> and then we pulled it back. Yeah, full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of full circle. <laughs> okay, nice segue. Okay. Uh, did I ever tell you about the Bath Massacre? No. Oh. Or if you have, I've forgotten because it was longer than five minutes ago. Oh, yeah. This is from the 1920s. Uh, okay. No, I don't know this. Uh, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but um, essentially, uh, so what it was is this guy got um, uh, he, uh, he got fired. Um, or no, he lost his, this, uh, this riding. He wanted mm-hmm. to be like some, some, I don't know. You know what a riding is, so. Yep. I'm not going to work with Yeah, doesn't matter. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, very, very disgruntled. Uh, decided that he was going to take out um, the school that he was trying to be. Oh, treasurer. That's what it was. He wanted to be treasurer. He was, no, he was fired okay. from okay. treasurer, and then he tried to get in and then lost it. So, anyways. Okay. He put in, like, hundreds of pounds of TNT in the school, and then he blew that fucker. Wow. Um. Uh, but not before having firebombed his house and his field. Oh, my uh, God. Killed his kids and his wife. And then when he blew up uh, the school, half of the ordinance didn't blow up, thankfully. Uh, But it's still, to this date, the uh, largest mass killing in a school in the U.S. Wow. With an explosive, not a gun. And if we were to take away all those guns consider that there's a large stockpile of rpgs and grenades and other explosives that people have <laughs> because they've been allowed right. to stockpile c4 and other shit for a very long time well sorry <laughs> maybe not c4 but <laughs> well i mean think about how like look at the um with the boston bombing the boston marathon pressure cooker pressure cookers like so what we're gonna ban those now right like and so, and that's actually that was my. Uh, I may, I may have been wrong to use suicides as an analogy, but I'm a very lateral thinker. I, <laughs> I go to take people <laughs> outside of the box to show them the box that they've been looking at, so they realize they've been in a box the whole time. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so, the post was: if you're anti-gun because of school shootings, take uh, suicide as an example. You get rid of all the guns, so someone slits the wrist. You get rid of knives, someone uses poisons. Get rid of poisons, someone jumps off a bridge. Get rid of bridges, someone jumps off a cliff. Uh, Get rid of all the cliffs, someone ties the rocks to themselves, jumps in the ocean. Get rid of all the water you can drown in, ad nauseum. Did you really solve the issue by removing an option, or are you just trying to show how nice, pretty, and white your shining high horse is? P.S. You're so awesome for caring about African children, uh, child soldiers and getting guns out of their hands also, because, you know, that'll solve all their problems as well. Whoa, mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) um, Now, I got two comments, uh, sorry, two people who uh, disagreed with me. Uh, Okay. One of them, uh, they said, this post makes no sense comparing school shootings to suicides. One is a single person being injured versus killing as many as soon as possible. Uh, Then, uh, 
uh, it just kind of went into a whole big thing. But uh, by the time it was all said and done, they uh, they recognized what I was trying to say and that it's the fact that we're not focusing on what we can do to help the kids. The, the issue. That's right. right. What is causing people to act like they're doing or act like uh, they have and what can we do to solve it? And right. So let's talk about this, the shooter, right? Or these shooters, right? Mm-hmm. How fast did we go from trying to figure out what was wrong with this kid? Because everybody knew, right? All the, fir- the first interviews with these kids, oh, we knew that he was going to do this. There's Facebook posts, the FBI, the police, like all this stuff was happening and nobody did anything. So the FBI is not a problem. The F- like that... The- that has no effect on this. How quickly did it become about guns and not about what what is going on? What is happening to our kids? Mm-hmm. Why did nobody do anything? And I'll tell you why, uh, or at least one of the reasons why. You're struggling as a kid. Your your emotions are all over the place. You follow. You're told. Um, go to the school counselor, do this, do that, call these numbers, call these numbers. You do that. You, you call the suicide helpline or you go to the crisis center. You know what they tell you? They tell you, do you have a plan for suicide? For And you say, well, I've thought about it, but I don't have a plan like right now. Well, come back when you have a plan because thinking about killing yourself and actually having a plan is two different things. See you later. So <laughs> legit. Wow. Yeah. This is what's happening. This is, this is absolutely the truth. We, it's what, nobody's asking what, do, what, do, what is going on with our kids? Why do they feel like this and why is nobody doing anything about it? It's those things that are like all the safety nets that we have in place. All the safety nets that we have in place are, don't work because you get turned away. Mm-hmm. Don't die on me, Elisha. Sorry, I just need to take a drink. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was laughing because while you said that, I, I suddenly remembered a scene from uh, The Simpsons <laughs> where uh, Marge was talking about something like, um, she's trying to kill me. Do I have to come here with a knife in my back? And she begins like, well, I mean, you know, not in there deep, but I mean, it should be able to stand on its own. <laughs> <laughs> right it's pretty much it like that's what's going on it's like unless you're like even in my experience like uh, like with with my ex like you know i followed all the paths i i went for help i asked all the and and they turn you uh, away like unless you know someone's at your like door or someone's doing this or doing that unless they're they're physically are like unless you're already screwed nobody does anything mm-hmm and that's why you need to learn how to defend yourself and you can't be afraid to defend yourself. That's right. So this is how quickly this argument went from gun control, like from what's going on and how can we beef up security at our schools to take away guns. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, a post that I had seen uh, and I, I love this post and it, it came shortly after this uh, whole talk that I had had about um, the whole suicide and yada, 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 and the fact that we're not actually looking at what's wrong, uh, going on with the kids. This post comes up. Often the school shooters have been found to be outcasts, the ones excluded, neglected, and bullied. Uh, for sure, none of them were the popular kids, so I've got a suggestion t- uh, for all those students walking out of school today in pro- uh, protest. 
How about walking right back in and befriending some of those students you leave out at recess and never sit with at lunch? Those you laugh at and make snarky remarks about uh, within each uh, within earshot. Want to change the climate mm-hmm. of your school? Then get your asses back in there and be nice to everyone. Yeah. And uh, I like that. I, I guarantee you, if you went through this kid's social media or whatever, or the other students, there'd be all kinds of like cyberbullying going on, and he just handled it this way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, now what what kind of bothers me about uh, this this particular post is someone copied it and then crudely in in red using a Microsoft Paint mm-hmm. uh, stroked yeah. out how about walking right back in and befriending some of these students um, and so on and so forth, right, and be nice to everyone. They stroked all that out and said, you keep doing what you're doing. It doesn't matter what the shooter's social standing was before they got a weapon and murdered your fellow students. Saying you should be nicer to them and it would have somehow prevented this tra- tragedy is the same as telling a battered spouse maybe they should have listened better or not made their abuser so mad. Maybe if that wouldn't mm-hmm. hadn't let him on or dressed like a slut, she wouldn't have gotten raped. I suggest the next, uh, next time someone tells you that maybe you should be nicer to people in school and you wouldn't get shot, you remind them that you were never responsible for someone else's actions and that they can go screw themselves for even thinking to suggest you that you somehow got what you deserved. Okay, and that's a very valid point. Um, but I think there's a fine balance. Yeah, I'm not responsible for this guy's actions. And would he have done this anyways if I was nicer to him? Maybe. Well, I'm... I'm- Here's my response. Okay. Uh, I see it as more people should stop being so mean and apathetic to each other. Uh, as individuals, we have a responsibility to ourselves. As yeah. members of society, we have a responsibility towards others. Uh, the rewrite doesn't seek to address why those people are doing what they're doing, and that's what concerns me about it. Um, sorry, what concerns me most is that uh, the rewrite implies uh, that the original was uh, sorry that the original implied that the victims got their just desserts um, because they they weren't nice to someone. Mm. innocents get killed that's just side note um yeah uh, it saddens me that um rather than take a moment to be nice to someone else the response is a defensive oversimplifying blame shifting i'm not responsible for anyone else's actions at some point we need to accept our part in things for instance i could do more help to people uh help people focus on why people are acting as they are and and so on and so forth i'm gonna skip the next part because there's a, a real important part coming up um okay uh, sometimes, um, I don't want to, okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to go back and read it out. Just go, yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, for instance, I could do more to help people. Uh, Iceland has a great strategy for keeping teens off drugs and reduced crime, which can be applied everywhere. It may not be much, but I grew up in a time where every little bit counted and who hasn't had a day when everything was going wrong and one person did one thing that turned your day around. Sometimes one act can make a difference and the rewrite makes it seem like you should never be the person who turns someone's day into a good one because if through an interaction with me, someone's day is made better or worse, I am partly responsible. It makes me feel mm-hmm. good when someone's day is made better because of something nice that I did because I had a part in how their day went. It makes me feel bad if someone's day is worse because I had a part in how their day went. The rewrite implies through omission that we should only take responsibility when we make someone feel good and that is the most terrifying thought of all. I know I've upset people with my posts and comments before, and I accept the consequences of my actions and bear my own personal shame for not having found the best way to proceed. Fair. And you brought up a really good point. Um, so my boss, you know you know what Toastmasters is? Yes. Okay. 
So for anyone that doesn't know, Toastmasters is basically a public speaking group in where you learn how to um, give speeches, toast, et cetera, et cetera, right? Well, they also have competitions. And so my boss right now is, is, uh, is competing. And one of uh, a previous winner, uh, his speech was basically on the fact that he was suicidal. And he had this all planned out, He like right to the detail and wh- whatever it was. And somebody had done something very small. I, and I can't remember the details, I'm sorry, but it emphasizes your point. They did very something very small, like, uh, you know, held the door and, and, and like it was something really in, insignificant or paid him a compliment or whatever it was. And whatever that was that they did made him go, oh, and it changed his life. He was like, like some, some, whatever that was, flipped the switch, the light came on, and he realized that he was making a mistake, did not go through with the suicide, total turnaround, off drugs, off this, off that, successful business person, business owner now, blah, 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 blah. So you don't know what the effect you have on another person is going to be. Mm-hmm. This was a complete stranger too. That's the one thing about this that I remember. It was a complete stranger that whatever it was, very small, completely insignificant, but made a huge changed his life. Difference. Yep. Changed his life. Mm-hmm. So that's true. So we can't, you can't ignore that. Should we blame ourselves for the actions of the, the shooter? Should we say, Oh, well, if I had done the, no, no, yeah. they're, they're right. That person is responsible for their own actions, but yes. what 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 do you have to lose by being nice to somebody or exactly right? And to also take culpability, if you did make snarky remarks, you were one of those people. I was one of those people at one point. Yeah, right? and I feel shame for that. But um, that's that's only because I don't want to hurt people, right? Um, yeah. And I think that's part of the uh, the problem is, is there's such an apathy now. No one cares. It's it's one of the biggest walls that I come across when I try and get people to understand is they just don't care. Yeah, it's uh, our society now is so self-absorbed. Uh, even like the little things like I've no, like you see and it sounds really it sounds really stupid and like, um, but when my son was, yeah, don't laugh at me. When my son was born, I, like people, even like when you're walking down the street and you've got, okay, when you're a mom and you're walking down the street and your kid's in a stroller and you're coming up against a bunch of teenagers, when I was growing up, you moved, you got out of the way. Even things like that, kids don't do that anymore. No. We've we've given these kids all this power and, and given them this mentality where they are owed something. Yes. And, and they don't like when I was growing up, if someone was coming, you moved over. You respect the elders. That's, that's right. Nobody does that anymore. And that's, and I, I, so I noticed this when I had my firstborn, I'm walking down the street in Kitchener and yeah, you come up to a bunch of teenagers. Nobody gets out of the way. I had to move. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm a young, I was like 23 at the time and I was pushing a baby carriage onto the street because these kids would not move, you know, like, if, so that's, if I had to deal with that, I'm sorry. Like if I knew that that was going to be a common thing for me to deal with, I'd be getting like little tasers or like the, uh, the, the just, electric things. It was just, walk right through but, but that's when i first noticed that's when i first realized like holy shit my parents would have like i would i would have caught hell yeah if i did not get out of the way mm-hmm. or do like or hold the door or like yeah did any of that like you did not if if you were in if you were in the store and my parents had to like even speak to like even make the threat do we need to go out to the car if you even got that you knew you were in trouble yeah. <laughs> Right now, it, that doesn't happen anymore. It's like, oh well, if you be good, I'll buy you a candy. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that's not happening with my daughter. My daughter knows. <laughs> my daughter knows not to not to push it too far because she will get a timeout. She has gotten a punch on the butt. <laughs> Shame on you. She has See? done things Bring back she's spanking. not supposed to do. Things that she's going to end up hurting herself if she goes in there. Like yeah. she wants, uh, for a while there, she was um, she was trying to uh, to pour water on the outlets. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, her, like a sippy cup. She was trying to pour it on the outlets because she can't yeah. get to it because they're covered over. So she, want, she was like, okay, well, I'm going to get to it one way or another. Like, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so and that one, was, that one was like a like a uh, on the hand there because it was like it, it it's yeah. gonna fit the, uh, the the situation, yeah. right? Like I mean, mm-hmm. you don't just like oh you spilled some milk, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, right? Like I mean, even when she's she's not really listening to me, I still it that's you don't resort to that, like, honey. You need to stop what you're doing. You need to look. You need to listen to daddy. Daddy's trying to tell you. <laughs> no, stop. Focus. Focus. <laughs> she does not like to be made to focus because then she's like, but then I'm in trouble. Man. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. Okay, you cry. You cry. When you're done crying, then we'll talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're not getting up. There's no, there's no we're gonna sit here until you're done and we're gonna talk <laughs> yeah it was the same way with my kids like it didn't matter you cry go ahead i don't care 45 minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> it's worth it it's worth it in the yeah. long run All right because you have amazing boys Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you've done a fucking fabulous job, and it's it's because you are there. You actually set rules, boundaries. They know. <clears throat> they know that they have to set those boundaries themselves when you're not there. That's right. I have. <laughs> yeah, the oldest one definitely knows. <laughs> he keeps things in line. Uh, so okay. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's because no one shows these kids that they have to set the lines themselves. They have to fucking plug in the TV themselves. They have to go do it themselves because like you said, it's all being fucking handed to them. It's it's all being handed to them. They're born everything they're born and the, and the knowledge. I mean, think about it. When you did a school project that when you were growing up, you went to the library, you were taught how to, it's all right there. Just Google it. 
Yeah, exactly. Now it's just Google it. Like my son's French class, they're like, I'm like, so what'd you do at school? Well, in French class, we Google, excuse you, you Googled something? Like, <laughs> this is not learning French. This is learning Google. Mm-hmm. So, like, but that's yeah. it. It's like, there's just so much. <laughs> right? Oui, c'est bien. That's all the French I know. Exactly. Exactly. So they're not, they're, they're just given everything. They have access to everything. There's no limits. They have, and there's social media too, and they have access to all of that. Mm-hmm. This is what I love about my daughter because sometimes she's like, daddy, come play or daddy, I need your help. And then other times she's like, no, daddy, I got it. No, daddy, I got it. <laughs> and she'll struggle. No. She will struggle and struggle and struggle until she figures it out. And I'm just like, yeah, fucking A, baby. I'm more than happy. Like when she's like, Daddy, no, I got it. I got okay. All right, cool. Right on. Right. I'm here. Yeah, you do that. Yep. I'm here to catch you and keep you from smashing your head off the floor. But if you're gonna fall and bump your ass, whatever. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And you just have to do that. And I think that's the problem. And and now some people want to blame it on single parents. Like that so many like this kid. I feel he must have had a single parent family. I, the Columbine kids, I'm pretty sure they came from typical white suburbia. Uh, that really, that argument really, I, I get that there's a statistic. I get that they're, that, but I feel like the statistic is stated wrong. Most people will say, well, they're more likely people, boys are, are, people raised in a single parent home are more likely to, to commit these violent crimes. I feel like that's stated wrong. I feel like it's backwards. People who commit these violent crimes are more likely to come from single parent homes and people want to twist it. And I want to say, fuck you because like how my kids are going to be like, you cannot tell me that my kids are going to be more prone for these things because I'm a single mom. And that there needs to be a, a mom and a dad. Like, as long as you, I feel like as long as you're, you can play both parts in it, then it's not needed. Like, it's not a requirement. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. You have to do twice the work. You have to be willing to do mom and dad shit. Well, you know what? Back in the day, and it, sorry, just as you were saying that, it just popped on my head. It takes a village. Yes. And the, and, that means that there's also the responsibility of the other people in the village to help raise them. Yes. Right. Oh, I see what you did there. You went just right back to the whole society. Has a responsibility. Needs- well, that's right. That's just it. Like, if you want true freedom, go to the bush. Fuck and kill, rape, whatever the fuck you want to do. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it's out in the bush. Freedom is freedom. But... You got to allow that whatever comes your way is going to come your way too because they have the right to do what they want. That's right. So that's right. The moment that you enter into a society, whether you want to think that you're a member of it or not, or you're like some anti capitalist or anti anacro capitalist fucking, you're utilizing things that came from society. 
right? You want to say that you're mm-hmm. against society or, or against the government, so on and so forth. Government put in the roads. Get the fuck off the roads then. Enjoy huffing your ass yep. through the bush over fucking rocks <laughs> and shit. It'll take you a yep. long... It's long walking on flat ground. It is a thousand... There's a place for that. It's called Becoming Mennonite, folks. <laughs> Even the Mennonites have it fucking smarter than that. Mennonites have that shit smoothed out. They got fucking shocks on it now. That's right. <laughs> it's technically not technology. It's just a coiled piece of metal. So I think that's why they're allowed to. Uh... I think so. Well, there's a difference. Like, and I only know this because I live in a town with Mennonite parking. <laughs> how many horses you got? Shut the fuck you up. You can actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know how many horses I got. I got Legit- two there's a there's a difference so the um somebody explained this to me so the amish will only use the the wooden wheels mm. and the mennonites are allowed to use things like the car tires and 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 whatnot yeah the amish are the so that amish. that's the difference yeah yes so that's the difference there if they're allowed to use those things um but yeah you can't just um you can't be anti-everything and because you know what makes me laugh is when you see these Antifa and you see those videos and they're like in someone else's face and they're like, Cop, please, please. Like they're like, okay, well, your little cardboard shield says fuck the cops and you just like waving them over because he fucking clocked your ass. Yeah, that's that's fucking it's times like those that I know God exists and God has a sense of fucking humor. <laughs> right i honestly think that there's like some rule where god isn't allowed to interfere directly but indirectly is acceptable and indirectly god likes to bitch slap motherfuckers (laughs) i must be god (laughs) you know what i think if anything i would see you as um kali oh my god i know right (laughs) Uh, (laughs) kelly collie i might be it's possible (laughs) i have to tell you if you're right on that one like if about god uh i would totally do that i would just mess with people oh yeah (laughs) the people on the high horses oh on that note uh, the second person on that conversation who was um, who came in there, they said the yeah they used my daughter or the, rather my status as a father to uh, to attack me and be like, oh Elijah, okay, I don't know how you could be so uh, lacking in insight <laughs> and, and and not caring about people. And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. oh, you just I go ahead and load that cannon up for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait. I kind of feel sorry for these people when they come at you like that. Okay. Honestly, I people rarely argue with me a second time. <laughs> <laughs> I know this to be true. Because <laughs> I've been tagged in those arguments. The only ones that have ever been relentless were those anarcho-capitalists. And it's mind-boggling how ridiculous. <laughs> like, we're going to be just fine if there's absolutely no government. I was like, are you fucking stupid? 
do you realize what people already do? They break the law already to get richer. <laughs> you take away all Here, fucking There's a little book. It's called Lord of the Flies. Read that and then tell me what you think. <laughs> the hunt is on. I fucking, that is a fucking amazing book. I love that. The psychology behind that. Once the mask is on, you can do such atrocities, which is so applicable to Antifa. Yes, right? right? You get that mask on, you can do anything you want. Comes off, you're clean. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> Okay, so tell me about um, this other person who started in with Oh Elijah. Uh, right, so um, uh, uno momento. Um, oh right, so she started off with "You missed the point." I said that no one seems to be looking into why people have been acting as they have. It is not foolish to think that if guns are removed, all violence would stop. I shudder to think of what would happen if the bath massacre were to happen again. And this is uh, actually the point when uh, the other person that I was talking with uh, popped in uh, to also say, wouldn't it be nice to see the students as passionate about helping and welcoming other troubled students as they are about gun laws currently? Yeah, I was like, yes! Yes! I won someone over! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she came back with, well, there are too many guns. In a country of 340 million, there's over 300 million guns. They can be sold without licensing to whoever comes to a booth at a show. They're using military-style guns with bump stocks and blah, blah, blah. Uh, those same wicked killers would not be able to massacre many with knives, etc., as your silly comment above speaks of. Oh, Elijah, I'm surprised by your lack of insight and caring, especially as a father. Motherfucker, you just used my child <laughs> oh. as a weapon. now what's funny is this person actually works as the uh um chair of uh renfrew child poverty action network (laughs) (laughs) so when i pointed out that uh, okay i I said it um and i I tried to not rise to any of her attacks but anyway uh, sorry I wonder if your comments and thoughts would be the same if you were standing in the shoes of those fathers who unfortunately won't have their children anymore. Downright sad. As a mother and advocate for children, okay. this breaks my heart. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Why can I hear your knuckles cracking yesterday? <laughs> well, let's just say uh, okay. manipulative Eli decided he was going to take a moment to come out. Okay, all right, time. Please focus less on the knives. It's events like the Bath Massacre that have me concerned. Also, as I said in this thread, another replies, I'm all for increasing the regulations, but if we don't address why people have been acting as they have, I fear the mass killings will continue. My biggest fear is that mass killers return to bombs before they turn to knives like the Bath Massacre. Also, please refrain from using my child as a weapon. (laughs) Boom. I would never do that. I agree there should be more done in other ways. However, taking guns out of the picture is a great part. Nothing to do with nice, shiny, white horses, etc. It all happens, so we should not put down anyone's part in anything, including child soldiers. It's all very sad. (laughs) Walk right in. Sit right down. Daddy, let your mind roll on. I'm surprised by your lack of insight and caring, dot, 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 especially as a father. End quote. I consider using my status as a father as using my child as an indirect weapon, in this instance, to attack me. 
The shining white horse is for the people who are virtue signaling while ignoring all the troubled youths who need help and support. Do we need AK-47s and Barry 50, uh, 50 rifles? No. Do we need to address why people are deciding to mass murder people? Yes. Which is more important, getting rid of guns or addressing and solving the issues that are resulting in people acting as they have? Would getting rid, uh, rid of guns put a stop to children being used as soldiers? Not likely if the issues haven't been addressed. It is indeed very sad. <laughs> it's sad that people have died in such a manner. It's sad that someone felt killing was their only option. It's sad that people care more about guns, keeping or getting rid of, than addressing the issues re resulting in mm -hmm. people taking these actions. Yes. Her response? True. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> bitch! <laughs> the fuck out of your house. <laughs> I felt that bitch slap from here. Yeah. You used my child. When I don't swear and I start use, being articulate and I'm angry, I've reached a whole other level of anger, I've realized. <laughs> like, I've realized, like, no, no, I'm not actually going to be childish, childish on this one. You're a professional person. I'm going to destroy you professionally. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very, very all of it. I mean, there are good points on, on both ends. Yes. Like, do we... Oh, I, I totally agree. That we Taking the guns out of the pictures, increasing the regulations, will prevent um, some of these mass killings. It's a deterrent. Much like a lock on your house, you know, an extra door, a deadbolt. Those are all deterrents. Is it going to stop someone who's really intent on doing it? No. But see, the Americans don't feel like that's the same thing. They see the deterrent as the gun in terms of locking your door. They like, and that brings it around to nobody's talking about beefing up security. We're okay with beef, beefing up security at the Oscars, at concerts, yeah, at you know, public right, where the rich people are. That's right. All these air, like all these things. Nobody thinks twice about the fact that they like cannot, you know, wear certain kinds of shoes at the airport. Or whatever, you know, like everybody's okay with this, and everybody expects it, and everybody feels safe with it, and nobody questions the armed guard at the airport. Even though, but 20 years when ago, it comes, there weren't any fucking armed guards. That's that's right. And once upon a time, these things didn't happen. Once upon a time, you could arise twenty minutes before your flight, check in, slot, and you were fine. Now you got to ride three hours before your flight to go through all the song and dance. Ten but years ago, I could cross over into the States without a fucking passport. That's right. Exactly. And now you can't, like, you can't even, like, but when it comes to our schools, we, we're calling that a gun-free zone. Okay, like, even office buildings and things, like, when you go into a big office building or something like that, you have a security card. You have, like, you have to swipe in. You're, you have a file they can look So why not have that for schools? Why not in increase the security for schools? I'm not sure if I agree with arming teachers. I, I feel like that could have some... I have a solution. Yeah? Okay. Genius. Okay. Give her. You put pepper spray in the water sprinklers. <laughs> so there's an active shooter. Pull the fucking thing and everyone's... <laughs> He can't see. He's just fucking spraying oh, away to the corner. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but see, they'll know that now. and They'll wear sunglasses, but, but why not? Why not have a secu more secured entrance? Why not? Do we have, like, whether or not we choose to arm teachers or have 
some people have suggested um, having retired military, whatever, police officers patrolling and stuff like that and, and, and arming teachers and stuff. I would say I, that, I don't think having gun-free zones is the is no the answer. No, we need to address why people are doing this, solve that, and then there's no need for the security, and there's no need to take guns because people are just they're like me, right? They have the gun for just random reasons, like uh, target practice, or um, they like hunting, or they just admire the weapon. Right? It's not yeah. about using it to hurt someone. It's about an entirely different reason. I mean, I have nunchucks. They are a <laughs> weapon in Canada. If, if the cops were to ever find them, I can go to jail for five years. Okay, we need to delete this episode. Uh <laughs> oh, I have no idea where they are. Um, but but right, yeah. my argument is they are not ever to be used as a weapon. For one, also, I would... <laughs> <laughs> Try and use some fucking nunchucks as a weapon. The moment you fucking hit something, those fuckers bounce back around and hit you. <laughs> that's that's right. I have plastic nunchucks. Right. Because I have boys. <laughs> so I know this. Right. And and but and, and their idea is that the only reason to have it is to hurt someone. Well no. I love it because it takes me out of everything. When I'm going through mm. the forms and you know, and it's just the feel of the chain swinging. My body is just going in and out through the motions. Everything is just moving. It it's so centering. Right? And that and the, and the fact that you chose um, okay, nunchucks are Japanese, right? Uh, I just wanted to clarify that before I went on my Japanese rant. Okay, like look at how karate and all of that came about. Was what weapons were banned. The Chinese were ruling Okinawa and that part of the, like, they were ruling that part. And they said, okay, no more weapons. So they took everything away. What did they do? They used farm tools and sticks and learned how to fight without weapons. That's how we got martial arts. That's how we got karate. That's how we got bow staffs. Those are all farm tools. Yeah, the the hoe, the, um, the scythe. Yes, that. yes. Mm. All the, everything the whole even the way they train yeah i don't want to be clear but the whole paint the fence thing mm -hmm. yeah like that's how they train they had to train in secret they had to learn in secret they use it's farm tools everything you do it that's right so no matter what you do there's gonna no matter what you do no matter what you take away there's going to be people that if they, that are batshit crazy and want and if they want to do harm they fucking will exactly. because it's justified in their mind yeah. whatever it is that they've come to they've they've justified it they've come they this is what they're going to do there's no turning back yeah, they've made Sam, their plan they've uh, Jeffrey yeah Dahmer, right like so you can't do anything about it. If if they have no gun, they will use something else. Mm -hmm. They uh, like didn't the Columbine kids? Didn't they also make pipe bombs or have yeah. bomb making material in their basement or something like that? Pipe bombs. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting, you know. All of this kind of came out at the same time that the Anarchist Cookbook was available online. <laughs> the anarchist cookbook was a very interesting manual of essentially everything you needed to know to fuck shit up 
Yes. Uh, it taught you okay. how to you uh, how to do uh, phone freaking, um, which at the time because it was all done with like you know the old dial-up modems and all that, and <laughs> it was essentially jacking into um, like pay phones, your neighbor's phone line yeah. to go yeah. and hack into like the uh, Department of Security and type things. Nothing that I could ever do. That was way beyond my abilities at that time. Um, carrying on. <laughs> Anyways. Um, shit, I lost what I was going for. The um, cookbook. The, right, Anarchist uh, Cookbook. Yeah. Uh, so, and in that cookbook was um, uh, designs for making smoke bombs and pipe bombs <laughs> and uh, improvised hand grenades. And, like, it's it was an actual anarchist's cookbook. Like, you wanted to hmm. fuck okay. shit up. It was all in there. And you do not search for this online. It is not available. It has not been available for at least 15 years. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, it will get a ping in the wrong kind of nature. <laughs> <laughs> you will be monitored. You will be monitored. <laughs> I can tell you that now. Also, there's no there's no reason to really go for it. Because, I mean, for the most part, everything that's in there that was, um, we'll say, innocent. I mean, I made the smoke bomb. It was fun. Um, I could see how it could be very damaging. And also, like, because, I mean, you let it off in the center of the street and it fills up that fucking street pretty quickly. <laughs> Are we speaking from experience there, Elijah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I mean, you're talking to the person who, let's not forget, my dad is a minister for one, and two, at the same, at, <laughs> at this time in my life, uh, I've just been uh, introduced to corn, so now I've broken out of my oh, my yeah. being raised as a pastor's kid into yep. the real world. Right. Uh, yeah. And so at the same time, the church um, happened to have four very large speakers in the steeple that were connected to the sound system well i just happened to go pick up a cassette to auxiliary cable put it in wow there. did you just say cassette <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ran it to my discman shockwave discman oh Ooh. okay i had one of those. <laughs> I got 10 second any skip. Woo! <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I feel so old now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so there I am. Fucking set it to corn. Track number one, let it play oh through the whole album. Go out in front of the church, set up my basketball net, and just sit there playing basketball. So the entire fucking town can hear corn. Oh my play. god. <laughs> <laughs> i love you for so many reasons one of them being that you did this my <laughs> argument was pretty much the same ben's in jail <laughs> <laughs> like i said at least i didn't rob a bank <laughs> yeah. master manipulator i know exactly what strings i needed to pull to make people dance <laughs> also again as i've said i don't like to do it i prefer to let people come to their own decision even if they don't have all the information sometimes i just won't even fill them in i'll just be like okay i've tried to tell you you're not listening i'm okay you've made your decision then 
That's it. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm going to play Gorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, nowadays, this is how I view... Um, uh, no, I know what I'm just saying. <laughs> you should still do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if it would go so well now. Actually, also, it's a uh, different church. Oh, actually, okay, so... Oh, no. The minister what, what that took over for, uh, for my dad at that church. I didn't get a chance to meet him until years later when uh, uh, a friend's dad died. And we all came back uh, okay. for the funeral. And this guy starts talking for his sermon. And I, for the next 12 minutes, am just a massive... <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. You're such a jerk. <laughs> You're such a jerk. When I told my parents what I was thinking afterwards, my dad fucking lost his mind laughing. <laughs> because he was like, You're right. He did sound like Reverend Lovejoy. Oh my god. I'm fucking sitting there. And God said it was good. <laughs> now let us read from the good book. <laughs> this is the best funeral I've ever been to. <laughs> now, I think, honestly, the guy, he was a Freemason. So uh, he really didn't give a rat's ass about the, the funeral. Um, okay. His uh, his brethren gave him his his funeral that he wanted. So this was more for the family and the wife and and all that. Uh, okay. So, uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure he was standing beside me, fucking laughing his ass off too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> such a jerk! <laughs> I got forced to go to so many funerals and weddings and baptisms her. and oh my god. Funerals are the worst. Actually, no, I take it back. No, yeah. sorry. <laughs> okay, you know the movie Wedding Crashers? Yeah. Let's just say I I, I enjoyed <laughs> being able to go around to a whole bunch of different places. <laughs> I can be pretty charming when I was younger. <laughs> uh, no comment. I'm not even... I'm not going there. Not Honestly, going though, there. it makes me a little worried because I know that my daughter has my sense of humor, my charm, but she also has her mother's sense of humor and her mother's charm. You're so screwed. Holy <laughs> shit. I need a bigger gun. <laughs> <laughs> Just to bring it all full circle. I love doing that. <laughs> but it's never a complete circle. You did so it's nice. It's infinite circle. That's right. You thought we were going this way. No, Mobius, right. bitches. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I think the... Um, ooh. Yeah. The knock that I got to the head from the uh, the church door when I was three really did a number on how my brain <laughs> functions because my brain is a lateral fucking thinker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was your dad. Oops. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Because it would have been it would have been easier just to be like, you know, blame it on dad. Nope. 
Nope. It was me and my stubbornness and my three-year-old stubbornness thinking that I could hold the giant-ass wooden oak door that was on a big <laughs> spring. Which, uh, as I just mentioned, was on a big spring. I liked to push. <laughs> <laughs> and may have turned around and gotten clocked in the head. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I wish there was video of this. <laughs> That would be epic. <laughs> got some good stitches, and my skull is pretty fucked up at the back from uh, from it. But uh, yeah, okay. So I feel like probably that could. I think I think my think. brain has actually grown differently in the cortex. Okay, so yeah, you getting banged in the head by the church? That, see, that was God. I think God gave me the ability to just think so far outside the box that I'm going, wait, there was a box? <laughs> Ooh, let's learn more about this box. <laughs> That's one thing. I have big plans for you, Elijah. <laughs> I kind of think so. I think it was it was to bring my, my baby girl into the world. And, well, you know what? This This is kind of, I guess, ego a little bit, but... A lot of my ideas turn out to happen or be true. Okay. Um, the one that I'm waiting for the most, and I'm not going to get into it tonight, um, is uh, the the black hole is a star is a black hole, which is the source of gravity. The gravity one is the one that I'll explain right now because that one's the most okay. interesting one. All right, so long story short, um, actually, I'll preface it with saying Hawking was wrong. Uh, not not okay. wrong, he was, he was mildly incorrect. Uh, he, okay. he said that at the event horizon of a black hole, uh, there is a two virtual particles created, one that goes into the black hole and one that goes out. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually the same particle, it's just that uh, when it's leaving the black hole, it's moving at the speed of light squared squared something else. There's, there's a whole bunch of other factors in it, but essentially it's uh, there's an energy wave that hits these particles okay. and they get ejected like a fucking bullet. And okay. um, these, uh, I call them uh, uh, super clusters, uh, or sorry, um, super neutrons. Um, in order for them to maintain uh, their, their velocity, uh, they have to decay, and as they decay, they're ejecting the uh, the neutrinos that are being uh, that are bombarded okay. right now. Um, I'm being hit by trillions. You're being hit by trillions. Yep. Everyone's being hit by trillions. Um, yep. And uh, it's these neutrinos that are depositing the spin of the local gravitational source. So for us, it would be the uh, the uh, the sun. Um, right. And this is uh, why spinning objects will be naturally gravitating towards each other. Uh, it's one of Newton's laws. Objects in motion. No, no. Anyways. Um, yep. It's because of the neutron spin. Um, in the center of a black hole, all the neutrons are all compressed into one, and they're all rotating at exactly the same frequency. Same way, same everything. Um, and there's a, a quantum connection between the singularity and these super neutrons that are going out through the galaxy mm-hmm. um and uh also again as well through these these decayed particles um the bigger you are the more neutrinos you're going to have depositing this 
small amount of spin into the neutrons. Uh, it's, it's, right. It's not spin per se, but anyways, it, it's depositing a bit in there. And it's because the more that you have that are closer to the same uniformity, the same spin, they, they naturally want to gravitate and collapse into one bigger trough. Wave. Okay. Yeah. Right? It's like having yeah. a whole bunch of waves and then they all kind of like form into one really nice, nice one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyways, those are the gravitational waves. Um, okay. And so that's why planets, uh, they have such a high gravity and why the star has such a high gravity. Uh, the denser you are, the more that these neutrinos and, and uh, decayed uh, particles can deposit energy in there and get you more in line with the spin of your closest gravitational source. So if I were to be truly honest with, uh, with me or with everything, I would say the moon is, uh, sorry, the earth is our mm -hmm. closest gravitational source, which is mildly affected by the moon's gravitational source. Our time is actually coming directly from the sun. Huh, uh, okay. The, our experience that is time is coming from the sun. Okay. But anyways, I see what you mean. Uh, it's the it's the the uniformity of the spin that is gravity. That is what pulls yeah. everyone or everything together, and why things in uh, spinning motion will gravitate to each other, and also why gyroscopes will operate the way they are, uh, they do. Essentially, in a nutshell, if I'm correct, uh, we can essentially <coughs> make anything do anything. With gravity? Uh, no, uh, sorry. Uh, the, the the whole theory that I have, it's, it's a, yeah. I mean, in a nutshell, it's a grand unified theory. It's, that's the holy grail of physics is the grand unified field theory. Okay. Um, which, uh, I see why you're conquering this now. <laughs> You go after every holy grail, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. This is true. Like, I'm still battling go. with cryptos. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. actually a transposition yeah. of Vigneur. I think he used the combination. Yeah, see, of the you, I, I always have, like, whenever you do these things, I have to go, why is he, like, what's he doing? Like, and then it's, and then I always go, oh, it's because it's the hardest. It's because you always go after the holy grail. Of whatever. Do you remember the? Oh um, God, I actually really do. You do. Do you remember the little spinny thing, like making? Uh, there was a prize. You were going to do this, and I've seen you do this. Um, oh, where they yeah, had the, the little foil. aluminum. Yes. On the on the I've seen you do this. Yeah, moving it with my mind. Yes. That was fucking crazy. Nobody believes me. When <laughs> no, I've seen it with with these eyes. I've seen him do this. I still have the videos. I can send you a copy on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. No, do it on Twitter. Like, oh, yeah. You know, nobody, yeah, yeah nobody can believes me on? that you've done this. Um, no, maybe not, but I'm sure you could put clips or a link. Do you have it? Is it on YouTube? Uh, no, but I could, I could upload it. Yeah. I got no problem with uploading it. Yeah. Yeah, because that fucking, that was mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. So... Okay, for anyone who doesn't like know Elijah, like you, to understand Elijah, you have to go. Okay, what? Like he'll just do random shit, and you're like, like he'll legit. You'll you've done this. You'll message me with some random like, and I'm reading it, going, why the? 
fuck? The fuck is he talking about? And, <laughs> and it's whatever is the hardest, most impossible thing you all go after it. So now I understand why this interests you because you have to conquer this. Very interesting. I have never <laughs> considered that before. That's that's very very apt. Apt. It is everything. Everything you've ever done is like the Holy Grail or the Everest or whatever. Like, you need to figure this out because it's the hardest and nobody's done it. You've got to do it, and not in an ego way. You're not egotistical about it. It's not an. It's not about me conquering this because it's a challenge. You got like you. I got to do this. I got to figure this out. I wonder if that's I know why you I want to do the katana you know. because the katana is the hardest fucking See? one to make. See? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I make my life so goddamn hard. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's right. Yeah, we got to see this. Okay, can you explain better? Because people are going to be listening to me going, right. what the fuck is she talking about? Right, okay. So uh, so <laughs> along some of the uh, the idea is um, uh, I had seen somewhere on YouTube that uh, some people were making this little pyramid out of tinfoil, right? Just you take a little square, uh-huh. fold it on the, uh, the corners, and then you plop it on top of a toothpick. And... Um, so I like to be scientific about uh, things like this, mm-hmm. um, as, as scientific as I can be. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> I tried to uh, discount my breath, tried to discount heat sources, uh, possible mm-hmm. drafts, so on and so forth. I recorded it just sitting there for a large period of time doing absolutely nothing. I've moved around. I've tried to like, you know, shake it and move it, you know pretend like I'm trying to push something to get like a breeze going towards it right. and make it move any possible way that I can to just try and discount <laughs> everything. So a lot of this video is you going... The, the very <laughs> first couple times was, yeah, as I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, right. uh, but then once I finally like got a, a good feel for it, then I was like, okay, all right. Got it all set up. And oh, I also, in every video, you'll find that I have a smoke because... I would keep it in my mouth so that you could see the smoke coming out so you could see that I wasn't breathing. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of smoke in my eyes in those videos. <laughs> so, and uh, in a couple of them, I have uh, I, um, a straight-on shot from my cell phone and an overhead shot from uh, my other camera so that you can see that like I'm not touching it. There's, there's a good space in there. Um, and, and the idea is to make this thing on a toothpick spin with your mind. Yes. Yeah. And and I witnessed this. And I was able to get it to go clockwise, counterclockwise, spin back and forth, do complete rotations. I was even, when I finally stopped, I was able to get it to shift and shimmy uh, standing six feet away. Yeah, I, I what I remember is I remember seeing it and, and you were di- like, I, I feel like we were probably doing like a Skype or something. So this is live and you're like, legit, here it is. It was in some sort of closed air. And then, yeah, you would turn your back you would and you would be like, okay, watch, I'm going to make it spin to the left. And it would spin to the left. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to, I'm going to make it spin to the right. And it would spin to the right. Okay, I, I, like... You you were legit and you were getting pretty far away. Like I'm pretty sure uh, 
uh, you were getting close to that six feet. I think it was about mark. six feet away. Yeah. Uh, and I had my back turned to it too, so that I wouldn't be able to see what the response. Yeah. And I remember hearing you being like, <gasps> yeah, it was, yes, that was fucking hilarious. It was crazy. Like you're like, holy shit. Like, it, cause you're like, okay, whatever. Uh, now the other ones, like the other, cause we looked at other videos too. And all of them had like, you could say like, see, there's, it's edited out there. It's edited. Like you could see that. But I mean, I've seen you do this live. Why be, why are you not a millionaire right now? Because wasn't there like a million dollar. If you could prove that you, you have some sort of uh, ability in that. Uh, yeah. Because they really don't want to give that up. So they are going to nope. be looking for any possible reason to just go nope see we uh you were you said that you had uh your hair was two inches that day it was 2.25 inches that day therefore all of your information is wrong they they Fair. but it's a million dollars it's a million dollars it's not, but it's not yeah. that it's that they have to accept scientifically that there is something non-corporeal there is something that is not science that science has yet to explain that science has basically said cannot exist and has put this forth basically to say, ha ha, see, we were right. But there is evidence of it, or oh, at yeah. least there's theory um, back, like a lot of people theorize that uh, in Atlantis, they had abilities mm -hmm. to communicate telepathically. Oh my um, God, I swear my daughter and I have a fucking psychic link. It's starting to creep me out a i don't bit, doubt it uh because there's a bunch of times where she'll be playing away and whatnot and um uh or she'll be sitting there and just doing nothing and let's say i'm like huh i wonder where her drink is and she'll get up and she'll go and fucking grab her drink right and it's like or um i'll be like wondering where's where the hell is my phone and uh and then i remember that i had put it down on the table and as I'm turning around, she's walking over the table, grabbing my phone, and then she's coming over and giving it to me. And I'm just like, I, it wouldn't surprise me. For that? I don't, I don't remember saying anything. <laughs> the whole time she's just messing with you. <laughs> this is one of the reasons why I can't wait till I can have a full conversation with her, so I can be like, "What's going on in your head, child? Are we communicating?" <laughs> Right. Like I, but I feel like it, some people, there have been theories where we have this as, as infants or as, as small children. And that's why, for instance, twins are very good at communicating and develop, or, you know, some of them don't even speak. They have their own way of knowing what the other one's saying, but then we lose it. Mm -hmm. And like, if you look back at, um, uh, Shumeria and those times and uh, the, the, they have there's evidence in those times that there could have been ways of communicating and, and people have theorized about it um, Atlantis and, and, and so on so it's it's certainly I, I, like it's certainly possible and we've just forgotten how to do it mm. um in the documentary, uh, The Pyramid Code, uh, there's a guy there talking about how the ancient Egyptians spoke of humans having 360 senses, not just five, which is also really? a misnomer, mistake because um, we have a lot more than five senses. 
already. We have temporal awareness, spatial awareness. Mm -hmm. right? We have a whole bunch of, of other awarenesses, but technically, apparently, we're supposed to have 360, which I like to think is actually um, uh, like I, I can see auras around people. Yes. Um, uh, I haven't in a long time. I have to actually like force myself to see it. Um, and it took a while to learn. And let's just say if you ever want to try, start on a bus where it's not unusual for you to be looking like you're staring off into nowhere, but you're actually looking <laughs> over someone's shoulder to see their aura. Because <laughs> if you do it in other, in other places, it, you just look really creepy just staring at someone for a few minutes. <laughs> so go to the post. So my suggestion look at find auras and see auras go to the park and stand there and just stare at the kids <laughs> jesus <laughs> what are you doing nothing nothing looking at the kids uh, okay you stay right there okay you Nine just keep on <laughs> yes i'd like to place an order please <laughs> One patty wagon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Or not, whatever. It's fine. Do it on the bus then. But, uh, but yeah, um, that I think is actually one of the ones that really started me off onto the path of learning how to work with my energies. Uh, because after that, I wonder if I can actually show it on camera. I know I've seen you do this before. I'm blocking my, uh, okay, there we go. That's okay. All right. Oh yeah, I can see it. I don't know if anybody else can. No, yeah. It's, it's kind of, it... maybe against my, uh, my show. Okay. I'll let, I'll let the, uh, the goosebumps go down. Yeah, okay, you can kind of see it against my shoulder. Yeah, see, I can, I can see it, yeah. All right, so I'll bring it back up, yeah. and you can kind of see it on my shoulder. I'm very, it's hard to see. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. But I, I did see it, and I've seen you do that before very clearly. Like, I've seen you do some crazy shit <laughs> right, and that I would be skeptic on. It's one of the reasons that I want to go find that, uh, that uh, Buddhist monastery that I found uh, in the middle of fucking nowhere, two hours south of me. Where is it? Okay, so <laughs> is it Buddhist monastery in somewhere in, like... The middle, middle of Ontario. Middle of fucking nowhere. Even trying to get there, I got lost the first time trying to get there because it's it's literally in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's down a dirt road that branches off onto two other dirt roads, and it's <laughs> and it starts to get a little bit nerve wracking at some points. You're like, "Am I still going the right way? Fucking shit! I don't have data out here. I can't bring up GPS and shit." <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um. So, anyways, uh. My life is full of just random, it's not coincidence. I'm supposed to be where I'm going. Anyways. Right. So how I found this place was I was screwing around on Google Maps, 
looking at the Atlantic Ocean, wondering if I could find Atlantis or other structures or some shit down there. You know me, going for the hard <laughs> Of course shit. you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Ontario man. And so, um, <coughs> I, uh, I'm looking, um, I decide I'm going to go back and look at uh, where my parents are. And as I'm zooming in, I see this huge, like, straight line uh, swath cut through the forest. And I was like, ooh, did I just find something? <gasps> zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. Nope. Turns out this was uh, the fucking amount of forest that they take out for the uh, those big power lines. Okay, yeah. Fucking big enough to show from, like, thousands of feet up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, so I was really intrigued by that. And I was like, huh, I wonder where this goes. And I'm scrolling along, following along, following along, along. All of a sudden, a little pop-up comes up. Boop, Buddhist monastery. What? <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. A Buddhist monastery. Like, really? <laughs> Go out there. <laughs> wow. It's, it's a legit, like, fucking Buddhist monastery. Like, they got the dragons. They got the um, wow. uh, the training field, the whole works, the, the pond, everything. Like, it's fucking, it's... It's a legit fucking monastery. So That's crazy. Yeah, so I really, really, really want to get out there. I did actually finally make it out there uh, two summers ago. Um, but And there was a whole bunch of cars there. Uh, so when I got there and I knocked on the door, I knocked once, waited a little bit, knocked again. Lightly, I didn't. They might have been in ceremony. I didn't want to risk interrupting or anything like that. I wanted to be like, hey. Yeah. Don't want to be that, like, arrogant guy who just comes in like, hey. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah. All right. So no one responded. So I was like, okay, now is not the time. I'm supposed to know about this, but I'm not supposed to be here yet. When I'm supposed to be here, I'll know. So, and I have a feeling it's coming this summer. Okay. So. We're, we're going to have to do, like, a special, like, Elijah visits the Buddhist <laughs> temple episode. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Live stream. No data out there. Oh, wait, you don't have data. <laughs> oh, I have data. There's just no cell signal out there. Okay, all right. It's the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> so I don't want to disrespect them or they'll never find me. No one else is going to be able to find the fucking place. <laughs> At least it's not that fucking tea shop that's at the top of the uh, stairway to heaven in China. Fuck that. <laughs> that tea... Why not? It's at the very top. Does it tell me conquer? Nope. 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 <laughs> no when to hold them. No when to fold them. No when the dealing's done. No when to run. <laughs> I just... I don't know why I've been getting a kick out of doing this because I feel like it looks like I'm actually, like, walking. <laughs> <laughs> No, but okay. <laughs> you can tell by the way I move my wife. I'm a ladies' man. No time. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone love me? <laughs> because of all of that. <laughs> <laughs> that is one stinky hot mess. <laughs> it's okay. I am one hell of a hot mess. <laughs> Kind of refrain from commenting on that. Okay. All right. Um, oh, shit. It's been two hours. All right. 
Did we go over our time? This there really was no time limit. I just All right, realized awesome. that I haven't eaten since noon. <laughs> oh, you need to do that then. Yeah. <laughs> Came home, started cleaning, doing other stuff. Didn't get to making food. Started podcasting. I did not. Yeah, I did not. My youngest had a really crappy day at school today. And then we couldn't find his skeleton that he (laughs) sleeps with. It is important to have the sleepy toy. You need the sleepy toy. Yeah, Jake. Yeah, we need need to have Jake, the skeleton. (sighs) (laughs) I'm doing a great job parenting. My kid takes a skeleton to bed. Um, yeah, so I did not do any of those things, cleaning or anything. So you're already ahead of me. (laughs) (laughs) So good me. All right, uh, tell people where they can find you. Um, unless you would prefer to (laughs) Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at, well, you can find me anywhere at Blue Fox Assassin. (laughs) And that's not really a And, uh, no, I'm not. I'm probably an assassin, though. Like you don't know. Like no. depends on how angry I It'll am at the, the time. So just watch it. Fucking right. <laughs> don't piss me off because there's a five foot chest freezer in my basement. I am Elijah. You can find us uh, on Twitter at WTFATTA. You can find the website WTFATTA.blogspot.com. You can email us WTFATTAPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, everywhere Uh because I have my brain stroked out there. I have put us everywhere. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Episode name. So that one time in Ephesus, I don't know. Yeah, I got that one. This one time in Ephesus, <laughs> Dixon Bass. That's a good one. We have to use that. Can we please? Oscar's Dixon Bass. <laughs> oh <my God>. Yes, <laughs> winner. <laughs> <laughs> winner, best name of the year. <laughs> Oscar's. Dixon Bass. (laughs) There we go. I love it. Oscar's Dixon Bass. (laughs) Oh, that is so good and so bad and so wrong on so many levels. (laughs) Harvey Weinstein, I hope you're listening in. You may be getting some Dixon Bass coming your way soon. (laughs) Dixon, your bass. (laughs) <laughs> okay, you can stop now. <laughs> oh, God will be not kind to that man. <laughs> oh. Or maybe, 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 maybe God will be like, after what they did to you, boy. Eh, I think only a couple <laughs> more hundred years in hell is all you really need. I feel he would have too much fun. <laughs> touché, touché. Is it a punishment <laughs> if they enjoy it? Also, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well played. <laughs> <laughs>
right. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you again next week. <laughs> Tits and bass. <laughs>